0: Alright, welcome back to Late Night Lately, Episode 5. This is not the third time I'm starting this. Let's get on with the jokes because it's pissing me off. The first round of March Madness has begun breaking rackets everywhere and it finally put you on par with that person in the office who keeps taking an extra piece of cake during birthday celebrations in the break room. God. Trisha, I got the same... We're on the same level... She doesn't even like Andy. It's not even fair. I saw her go back in there six times. Google is said to have canceled remaining payments it owes to workers. It recently lay laid off while they were on maternity and medical leave. Simultaneously, the number one search questions at the Mountain View, California office were both uh, post-birth abortions and can stitches be returned to the hospital for reward? Even though I messed up, I still like that one. A federal grand jury indicted a group of ten in Athens, Georgia, after police seized enough fentanyl to kill eight one point eight million people. Excuse me. Then again, it could have been uh, a couple of slices of gam gam sweet potato pie. <laughs> it's so buttery. It's so it's so buttery here in the South. Everything's buttery. Duh, this 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 hydro flask is buttery. His mouse, it's so buttery. His everything, the phone, buttery, buttery, smooth. As the youtubers say. Performance. A group of men who were convicted during January six have made a singing group in prison and called themselves the J six Prison Choir, uh, and they asked Trump to record a part for their new song. And guys, he says the n word so many times. Why? Why was this the time he felt so comfortable? I, also, it kind of works. He's he and he raps so fast. He's like Eminem. He's just so fast. <laughs> so I was about to do a versus Trump for As Eminem, wait, wait let's see. Um, Nowadays, everybody's trying to say. <laughs> <like that. laughs> Some days I just want to up and call it quits. I feel like I'm surrounded by a wall of bricks. My trap is also kind of uh, Robert De Niro. Just a bad version of both. A tick-borne disease called babesiosis is on the rise in the northeast of the United States. And get this, only the hottest women are catching it. All right, that was the monologue. We're done with these jokes. Let's get on with the rest of the show. Uh, well, the Big week, big week, big week in terms of late night. Uh, Cal Penn hosted the Daily Show for the week. Uh, I don't know. I don't think anyone's coming next week, so we're going to have to deal with uh, this right now. Uh, Cal Penn is a, uh, a, a comedian you might know from um, the Harold and Kumar series. He's a he's a very funny guy. And as it turns out, we all know this. We all know this ahead of time. He he took some time away. From, he's a smart guy. He took time away from uh, doing Anything in the entertainment world to work for Obama, uh, which was something you don't see often, and even now, uh, even I mean, like I just I can't imagine someone taking time from their career uh, to 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 go into politics. Who's that? Uh, who's that? Cynthia Nixon, the actress from Sex and the City that wanted to run for governor of uh, New York. I know it wasn't mayor. It's was definitely a high. High point. Uh, good for them. Good for. Good for everybody. Everybody's celebrating. Uh, Cal Penn did an admirable job. He came out the gate swinging with a an interview with uh, Joe Biden, which is something I thought would do loads better on uh, YouTube. But I'm looking at the numbers now and it did not. Uh, it's it's so interesting how. You look at the dichotomy of the numbers for, and I and the numbers of the for YouTube are kind of what matters now versus the numbers for uh, broadcast for air, what's happening on air, and you know even more so than uh, TikTok views because this is where you can watch and, and Instagram likes and Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that because this is where you can watch the whole of of everything. For the show, and uh, if you look at the dichotomy of like of Cal Penn's numbers, and well, okay, let's first let's let's get all this let's go this first. Cal did a great job. He's a very affable guy, very funny, and I enjoyed his time with uh, the Daily Show. Uh, he he talked to people like uh, Pete Buttigieg's husband. Huh. <laughs> I didn't watch last night's episode yet, so I don't I didn't know he talked to Pete Buttigieg's husband and uh, Radhika Jones. Uh, I clicked on a video by accident and, uh, it looks like he did a house parody as well. Um, I don't know if, uh, 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 yeah, Hugh Grant was there and they did, they talked to DC Pearson. They were there with DC Pearson. Okay. And, uh, and Grover, he got Grover from, uh, the Muppets and I'm, excuse me, Sesame Street, which is a part of the Muppets Uh, he had a good week see again again for some for a lot of these shows I only watch the monologue <laughs> or if there's somebody I'm interested in listening to uh, but I uh, for the interview but other than that I just I just try to get through the monologue and then any bits that they have, but apparently I missed a couple any Hoosers but if you look all right so now let's get to the dichotomy of the views. Uh, Marlins were pretty steady when it when it comes to his uh um, what do you call it monologue style stuff. Uh he's, he's more of a comedian. I wouldn't say he's like a news personality, which is what The Daily Show needs at this point, is somebody who can handle the news. And uh, I'm not saying that they're going to give the show, like they're going to offer the show to him, really, truly, anybody that's uh, guest hosting right now. But let's pretend that that's the plan. Uh, and if you look at Cal Penn's numbers, it they're they're slightly lower. They're slightly lower. But Marlon's been off for a week, and those numbers have a chance to grow but, I, but that with that being said, no one's gonna go back and watch a week old monologue. Uh, let's just say let's like, let's just add you know 10 or 20,000 if anything. But then you look at somebody like Hassan who, who hosted a couple weeks ago and his videos just are either uh, broaching the cusp of a million or, or or past it and and that's what's really important because you you have to you have to take in account. Uh, uh everything that uh that someone does at once and he has and he and like Hassan has a huge has a huge group of fans uh you know that being said there there have been out of everybody that's guest hosted from Wanda Sykes to Leslie Jones Chelsea Sarah uh Hassan DL and uh uh, uh who else i forget, Marlon <laughs> and Cal. only two people have openly stated, "I want this job," and it's been Cal Penn and Chelsea Handler. Uh, and if you look at, and if you now, if we just look at those two people separately, Chelsea—they have like just—they're just wildly different comedic styles. Uh, Chelsea can really rile up a crowd and get them on her side, uh, and and she can deliver opinions about news. Uh, which I which is something that you know in late night is is tough because it's supposed to be objectionary, right or wrong, and uh, everything's supposed to be up for grabs. You know, you see Seth Meyers uh, repeatedly pulling out the Joe Biden falling up the stairs joke, uh, the video clip, and and uh, you know you see. Colbert taking on Trump, like it's it's all everybody's supposed to be making fun of uh, everybody essentially, and I think Chelsea really has a sharp tact uh, ability to do that, and I enjoy that. I like Chelsea. I like Cal too. The thing is with him is he's a little bit more serious, uh, a little bit more. I don't want to like. I don't want to put you know a, a a delivery mechanism of dry like that's not something either of them are because Chelsea just can she kind of hits you with a hammer with her jokes and Cal kind of hits you with the screwdriver that makes any sense which doesn't it doesn't to me and I will not I will not say anything more to to help that out but Cal I think he did uh, a, a good job good enough uh, especially for you know the week of of things that he had, but again to come out with a Biden interview and it's not you know you would kind of expect it to have a million views. I like if Hassan or uh, uh, Leslie interviewed Biden. I don't want to choose the the, the other uh, 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 person of. <laughs> I did not want to choose a different. I don't want to choose to one the other brown person uh, who is similar background to uh, Cal. I just want to say somebody else. <laughs> but if either one of them interviewed Biden, then it would it would it would be a bigger thing. He even got a tour of the White House. It was a whole episode of The Daily Show. It should have been a bigger hit. Is what I'm saying. For me, it was good. It was good. It was great. It was a good interview, and Cal really showed himself to have, to be a good interviewer. But where does that leave the show? Again, he's not auditioning, but he has he has made it said that he wants to be the new host of the show. So now we have to take this. Okay, this might be an audition. And did he do enough? I think so. I, and then compared to, you know, Chelsea. Is is that enough to, to uh, to take on the show? And then, you know, what if what if Hassan really is uh, somebody who that they're looking at because he's been part of the family before. The family. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Jimmy Kimmel hosted the Oscars this week. This Sunday, this past Sunday, rather, and it was great. Now he's doing a week of work. Yeah, hold on. Let me put a bar on that. It was great, save for all of the, the 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 Will Smith jokes. That was come on, very lazy, very lazy, especially coming from a host who I I'm I'm almost positive does not have any people of color on his staff except for Guillermo and uh, and Lou, who is the um, who is technically a writer but also the uh, announcer. Of the show, the new announcer of the show, I just felt like it was uh, lazy, and, and and I mean, yeah, sure, you can you can make a couple of jokes, but then move on, dude. Don't let the whole night be about that, because I know you don't know any people of color, <laughs> with the exception of Lou and Guillermo. Speaking of Jimmy, the first monologue of on Monday night, he uh, it was it was good to see him do sixteen minutes talking about the Oscars everything that happened the night before. Uh, It was a a very fun uh, and engaging thing. And uh, he just recapped everything that happened. And we saw some uh, funny bits that they did uh, with uh, Guillermo, who always hits the red carpet. Guillermo's just such an incredible person. Every famous person should want to stop to talk to him, like there are times where Guillermo hits the red carpet, and 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 like, you know, he'll be like Selma Hayek, and Selma won't come over. <laughs> no, everybody should want to stop to even Nicole Kidman <laughs> came by. Come on, See Hong Chow, Haley Bailey—is it Haley Bailey or Halle Bailey? I don't know. I don't really care. Florence Pugh, she did a shot. People doing shots, tequila. Come on, John Cho. I really like it all, and then Owen Wilson. This is the first episode, and we'll get this is this is the topic, uh, which is like the perfect week. We'll get into that in a second. But Owen Wilson came by to uh, to talk about a, a movie he's doing. I think it was the Paint movie. What was it? Paint, Paint st- uh, about the Bob Ross esque movie, uh, and uh, Owen Wilson came by and commented on a story. That Ben Stiller told a couple of months ago. Hold on, let me see how far I go. Okay, I misspelled Ben Stiller. (laughs) Ben Stiller, Jimmy Kimmel. About five months ago in New York, where, uh, where his daughter's friend, where Ben Stiller's daughter's friend, found Owen Wilson's wallet in Paris. And uh, we got we got we got the other side of the story there. Owen's just a great guest. I think he's such a funny guy, and he's so cool, man. He's like he's like if Woody Harrelson wasn't an anti-vaxxer. And please, Owen, if you're an anti-vaxxer, don't say anything. Jimmy Fallon uh, on tonight's show had a uh, a very good. There was, it was there was a, the uh, the joke that I had at the the monologue was. Uh, uh, there's a January 6th choir, which is real, and they put out a song with Trump. And uh, this is something that I did not know happened, but uh, they, when the monologue, it, this is for, for reference, if you watch the Tonight Show on, if you record it, if you watch it on Peacock, uh, it's the Bob Odenkirk episode with Paris Hilton and Colin Morikawa. And I guess the uh, the musical guest is sake. But the monologue for that episode was about two minutes longer and it featured a very good January 6th choir parody where Trump is singing to not even not even covers to the tune of songs of popular songs like um, Unholy, the Sam Smith, Kim Petra song. And and it's it's obvious it's uh, it's Fallon doing doing that doing the trump impression but it was it was it was so funny and i enjoyed it and i wanted to look for i kept looking for it i kept passing over this the clip that they have up there which is now six minutes 21 seconds but they did a white fade in between uh uh um to show a passage of time into in between uh two jokes which stinks because i think it's really good but anyway the jimmy fallon january 6th uh choir parody was cut from the YouTube clip. It's under the same, uh, I, I have it here in the notes, the liner notes, which are in the YouTube, or which are in the, yeah, YouTube description or the uh, podcast episode description. Uh, Steve Higgins names colleges participating in March Madness. They they cut in the middle of that. Anyway, it is uh, it, Higgins did participate in a uh, monologue this week. I always find it so difficult to think that uh, Fallon has everything at his feet he's got the greatest late night show band in history who participated with De La Soul and performed rather with De La Soul in an episode they've performed before with other people but to to perform with De La Soul is just man the guys they just now uh, they lost they recently lost one of their uh, uh, their uh, cohorts in De La Soul but uh, now you can listen to all of their music on streaming, which is great. And uh, and yeah, I mean, like so anyway. He and then he also Fallon has the roots, and then he also has Steve Higgins, who is just one of the the biggest producers, I would guess, in like sketch comedy. And then he's Fallon. Yeah, you know, he's a. I think he's a very uh, a, a guy that we can that everybody can relate to. And, he, and and he has got he's got the tonight show i just find it so strange that he has all that at his fingertips how does one person how does one person okay anyway and then there's uh kamala harris sat down with um colbert am i bleeding kamala harris sat down with colbert And I'm not, don't worry. <laughs> I don't think so. Kamala Harris sat down with Colbert. And and I think this is the first time she's done so. I think they even mentioned it in their interview uh, since, she's, since she's gotten that position. And then uh, Bad Bunny did Carpool Karaoke. And he apparently, I did not watch the video yet, but I'm including it because he's Bad Bunny and he's one of the biggest stars right now. Uh, and uh, apparently, he did a, uh, a, a rendition of um, Ariana Grande's "Breathing." All right, there's that. Now, there's the topic I want to get to: is the perfect week, and in particular, two shows. Two shows. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna bump it up to three. Now, the perfect week for me, for a late night show. Isn't the fact that they out they had you know a great guest in every slot every night and everything was perfect? No, a perfect week is that at least one like every single episode has at least one or two things that interest you. It's a forty five minute show, so why not? Why not be interesting to everybody? Or interesting to me at least. I don't know why I popped open last week tonight's YouTube tab. He talked about Tamps. T- right. First person I think had a perfect week. Jimmy Kimmel. He had a great week of guests including Ki Hui Kwan after the Oscars Owen Wilson Seth Rogen Rachel Zegler Dominique Fishback, Letterman, Andy Samberg, just just a, a great set of people to talk to. Unfortunately, I have to skip over Seth in the Daily Show. <laughs> All right, Colbert. I want to actually know. I'll put him in third place. Tonight Show. Great set of people to chat with. Odenkirk, Paris Hilton. Colin Morkawa. that's just the perfect episode right there, especially with that monologue that was cut down. And then also uh, <laughs> Odenkirk did a blippy thing. it was blippy is a children's show and he uh and he did a blippy parody which was un, uncalled for truly. <laughs> Cranston Penn Bagley from you uh Crit. oh no, no 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 that's something else. Uh, Rena Sawayama who no. I love. Zachary Levi, which I mean, you could tell who I love, Keanu Reeves, and then De La Soul and Melanie Linsky, who is, I think, a a fantastic actress. And then uh, Colbert had, let me scroll back to the top of this, Jen Saki, another woman who I love. Uh, Regé John Page, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. He had Liam Neeson do a little uh, parody thing. Kamala Harris, Carrie Coon. When you're interested in something that happens basically every single day, that's a perfect week. Something you can enjoy, something that is fun. Because you know, a lot of times, I and I hate to say it, late late show, even though it's on its last legs. <laughs> you can have three people on the couch, or two megastars on the couch, and uh, it's just uh, no one's going to be watching. How do, I wonder, today's Thursday and every, essentially everything from an episode should be uploaded onto YouTube. I'm looking at the Late Late Show page and there are like from clips from like episodes and they don't even add up to the 40 or so minutes. And the same thing I can say about, uh, uh, the rest of these shows too. I, I wish they would just upload everything more or less and then just chop it up. That's that's kind of what the Daily Show does. Cuz if I if I go to Cowpens like first episode, we've got the uh the uh what's it called? Uh the Biden interview broken up into essentially into 18 minutes and then He's got the tour that's four minutes, and then the uh, monologue which is seven. So that's roughly the time, the forty-minute episode length. I mean, all the Daily Show runs between twenty-four minutes and forty minutes, sometimes or forty-five, depending. Even though they have that entire forty-five-minute time slot. Anyway, that's a perfect week. They uh, everybody had. uh, Well, not everybody. A lot of people have great shows, but then you know Seth. Seth had on people like Sedakis, Jason Sudeikis, and Nicole Byer. And then there was a bit with uh, Ben Warheit, one of the writers, who brought his parents to the show, which was very funny. And John Oliver. John Oliver uh, did an admirable job. It always interests me to find, like, when when the bookers are, and you, like, you know you're in a good period time period of the year, when the bookers are able to find people to talk about, I mean, we'll talk about their projects. Thank goodness for streaming, because now there's now you're able to have a bunch of things to talk about uh, versus you know before. Some you'd have to find, you have to dig deep to find somebody, something in the summer, you know. Which is my favorite. This is going to be the sequel to Everything every All at Once. Somebody, something in the summer. <laughs> that might be the title of the episode. Somebody, something in the summer. Okay. Uh, What else is going on in the world of late night? I mean, that's it, truly. I, I have nothing else to talk about. The perfect week. Hey, speaking of perfect, head over to, <laughs> if you want to see a video version of the show, youtube.com slash C plus comedy, where you can see me sitting in the same shirt that I recorded LinkedIn logs in. It's great. It's a flail. It's raining. As if that's the excuse. And uh, you can also uh, see the, the video versions of... Go, go, go. You can also see video versions of uh, the uh, other podcasts, LinkedIn Logs and The Constitutionals. LinkedIn Logs is the LinkedIn influencer podcast where I try to become the number one influencer link- on LinkedIn. And the Constitutionals is the Entertainment Business News podcast where I talk about entertainment business news. As well, uh, you can also find uh, News Time on youtube.com slash C Comedy, where I sit down and I take a story and I uh, talk about it. You can find all of the podcasts wherever we find podcasts. You can follow us on social media TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at C Comedy. Follow me on those at Chat Black White. Just a wink to the cat. Oh, she winked back to me. Ah, that was cool. Yeah. Uh, even though I just spanked her and told her to get out of here. <laughs> He's rubbing on my leg at the, at the odd moments. <laughs> All right. Uh, rate, review, tell your friends about this. What else? Is that it? Yeah, I have interviews, uh, most recent interviews with India De Beaufort and Stephanie Weir from Night Court. Hopefully we have some more coming up. We'll see. I just got some emails. We'll see. Uh, R.I.P. to Lance Reddick, passed away. Very good actor. Here we go. We're leaving. Goodbye.